gentlemen, welcome back to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We're very honored that you've taken some time out of your day to sit back and relax with us and meet yet another amazing, ordinary person that does the most extraordinary things in the lives of others. I'm Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally as honored, as always, to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am doing wonderful. Um, I have kids in the background, and I am blessed. I'm looking forward to this conversation because I really appreciate what these people are all about. Well, you and me talk about that. We are, you know, most of the time we spend this time talking about how blessed we are to get to visit with the people that we are, what this podcast adds to our lives, and, and I think we've talked about that multiple times. But I like you. I think I'd like to take a little bit of a minute before we even start and bring our guests in to talk about who we're going to talk about. Give, give me your opinion, Cassie. Today we're going to meet a gentleman that is involved with the Guardians of the Children. Tell me what is your take on that entity. They're there for kids that don't have anybody there for them, right? They are the ultimate anti-bully, anti-abuse, anti-be-mean-to-kids, period, group, and I think they are phenomenal. I agree with you. You know, they are, uh, they are a motorcycle club, and so just with that, when you, hear, when you hear that, people, I think, get an immediate impression, kind of like they do around the word hero, right? They get this immediate gut instinct of what a hero means, and, oh, they're bikers. Again, we get that same stigma kind of meaning. But for anybody that's ever seen these, this group of individuals that are nationwide, roll in, and sit next to a kid in a court hearing, or go to the school to help them stand up against that bully, and, or in a, in a, wherever they need them to be, to just stand with them and look on the kids' faces and the power they receive from that. Uh, it's a coolest gift to see. I really admire it. What do you think having somebody like the Guardians, right, with their, with their leathers and their power and their bikes, does for a kid in a situation where they have fear? I don't know if maybe it's just because of where I grew up or how I grew up, right, but if I was a kid... It didn't feel like I had anybody in my corner and then a group of badass bikers showed up strictly just for me. That would motivate me on so many levels. Right? Because Amen. It, they're, they're important. Yeah. And they go yeah. above and beyond to make that known. Yeah. Well, I am honored to get to talk to a gentleman that is directly involved as a PR coordinator for this very same organization, the Guardians of the Children, and we are sitting in a place of honor as we get ready to publish our book around this podcast. The Guardians of the Children is one of the two charities that we've chosen to donate proceeds from this book to. So let's get this party started. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, may we introduce Mr. Mike Strand. How are you today? Hello. I'm doing fine. How are you all doing? We are phenomenal. Kick us off, Mike. Tell us, who is Mike? What do you do? How can you do that? And how can people connect with you? Well, as you all know, um, I've been a guardian for, oh gosh, 12, 13 years now. I heard about the organization in 2008, and I got involved with it because extended family, uh, we had some years ago, there was an abuse uh, 
face, and there wasn't anybody to help. There was nobody around. And uh, so when this group came to fruition and others started to come, and I got interested, and I joined. And I joined specifically because they dedicate themselves to teaching, uh, loving, caring for, uh, helping prevent abuse, neglect, sexual assault, educating the public, you know, to do that as well. Um, They're represented in court by us. And I think one of the most important things is that even though we're bikers and we look really nasty sometimes, that's our persona, but we're really an organization of bikers that just love kids, and we don't like seeing kids harmed, and we'll go with them through the entire process, all the way from, we like to say, from victim to victim. We stay with them until they tell us to either go away or where they turn 18 and, and become members. Some of them do. Um, now, you asked me about a hero. Well, to me, we're not heroes. The heroes, to me, are the children. These children go through, excuse my language, but they go through pure hell uh, after they've been abused or sexually assaulted or sex trafficking or something like that. And people don't realize what these kids go through, and they need somebody to feel like they really, really, really care, and we do. Our people do. Um, in fact, we have a saying, as if a child calls, we ride, and uh, we're 100%. We mean that 100%. And we'll, uh, we'll stay with these kids all the way through everything. And that's one of the things, I mean, that's the main reason I'm in it, is because they really care about these kids, and it just, I can't tell you what it makes you feel like. Um, as far as the biker persona, hey, <laughs> kids love us. We look ugly. We look mean. Uh, you hurt one of our kids, and we can be mean. But uh, we're there for them. I mean, we're there for these kids 24-7. If they call, we're going we're gonna to go. And I've done it on several occasions. So this is the real deal, and that's, that's why I'm in it. I think that's phenomenal. You know, and there's so many kids that don't have anybody in their corner, right? So what a blessing you are for them. I am surprised how many people turn their backs on, you know, child abuse and stuff. So we, you know, that's why we also educate people about it because it exists around the corner. You know, there used to be an old saying that back in the day when you couldn't go around the corner that there wasn't a 7-Eleven store. Well, now, unfortunately... You couldn't go around the corner that there's not a pedophile on the loose. You really got to watch your kids. So we we do our best <laughs> to, to prevent that. And if it does happen, we do our best to take care of these kids and let them know they've got somebody. You know, we've got their back. I think that's such a beautiful message for kids. I'm I'm completely inspired by your entire organization. I think it's I think it's phenomenal. And the biker thing really does it for them. <laughs> yes, the children love it. Uh, you know, you think a lot of people are, like, hesitant to call us, but we've got agencies. I mean, law enforcement agencies, child protective agencies, you name it. Every, there's agency, 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 agency that gives us referrals to go see these kids. And, of course, you know, we have to visit with the parents first and let them see that, yeah, okay, we're ugly-looking bikers and all that, but we'll sit down, we'll have a talk with them, and... And uh, 
when the kids see us, they're just totally excited. <laughs> especially when they, they are. Yeah, especially when they when they know that we got their back. And that is most important. And the whole and I, so I live the town in Texas I live in. I went one night to get pizza, and there was a gentleman in there, and he had on a vest. And I was like, okay, I'm intrigued, so I followed him back to the back room. And they were having a meeting, and he was like, you're welcome to come in here. You're welcome to be part of this. You're welcome. So the fact that you are all-inclusive to everybody is also super cool, and I think a lot of people don't know that either. That's true. All our meetings are open to the public because we are a nonprofit organization, and we love to have new people come in and, and see what we're about. And you'd be surprised how many of those people just end up joining you know, So. Uh, that was another thing I like, and they're open about everything, so you can't beat that. I highly advise people, if you have them in your area, to please look them up because they, they're they phenomenal. So let me ask you a question. If there was a life lesson that you wanted to share with our audience that you think everybody should know, what would it be? Oh, well, the best way I can put it into words is that, that People need to remember that children are precious and they are our future. So what I always tell people, and what my life lesson is, is don't be quiet. Speak up. Don't be silent if you suspect child abuse or worse. Report it. Please report it. I mean, that's my lesson. Because so many of these go unreported and then they backfire. So the, the lesson I've really learned is don't be afraid to report it. You're not going to get in any trouble because you can report it anonymously. And uh, then it goes through the system and then we can get involved. But we can't help the kids if we don't know what's going on. So that would be my, I mean, that's, that's the biggest lesson you can share. The children are our future and they've got to be protected. They're a precious resource. And uh, I'm going to be quite frank. We don't need pedophiles running around messing with them. Touche. No, no, I have such a regard for for your organization for that very statement where I was, don't be quiet. Um, It's so important that you, you tell somebody what you think you see. What, or what you think you hear, because children like that, they don't know. They don't lie most of the time, right? Most of the time what they're telling right. you is, is, is very seldom have we, Exactly. Very seldom have we ever had a child lie like that, unless they were coached by someone else. Amen. Um, I, I can't count on one hand how many times, okay? When kids cry out for that, it's the truth. Ninety-nine and three-quarters percent of the time, it is the truth, and you should listen. Amen. Right. See what you're looking at. Right. Hear what you're listening to. They exactly. they both go beyond. I think that's exactly. a beautiful. I think that's a beautiful lesson. So let me ask you one more question. If you were gonna sure. make a one-line statement of wisdom, of all the words there are out there, right? All the bumper stickers and statements that are manifested for us, what would be your one-liner of wisdom to the world? What would your T-shirt say? Yeah. Your well, my, t-shirt, my T-shirt would yeah. say, don't let, your, 
don't let your silence drown out their cries, meaning don't be quiet and drown these kids out. Listen. Listen to them. And we all have that, and that's my favorite saying, and, and it's the truth. Um, mm, I love that. Don't let your silence drown out the crowd. Exactly. And that's, you know, uh, we all are that way. Uh, we all believe in that. And, oh, I can't tell you the children that, that, that we help. It's just unbelievable, and it's uh, it's heartbreaking sometimes. But you, somebody's got to stand up and do it, and that's what we do. That's what we're all about. I mean, we're all over the United States. And we've got a bunch in Canada now, so we're international. We're growing, and more and more people are, you know, coming out of the, the shadows, I like to say, because people would turn their back on it before, but more and more people are waking up to this. It's an epidemic. We have, we have children abused and killed every day in the United States, and for what? You know, because people didn't say something. So that's why it's my favorite saying, don't let your silence drown out their cry. I think it's so beautiful. You know, Cassie and I both, over the last 15 years, have spent time in Adolescent Adult Behavioral Health Service. She was a, a behavior management specialist, and I was a family services specialist for an agency out in New Mexico. And we saw so much truth, right, that it just, it, it's shocking what's out there and what the truth is if you really listen. And then to have an agency like yours that can come in and stand alongside these kids because they're scared. Right? They are. Yeah, it's a hard road because you're not, it's so conflicting, right? You see all these kids that you go to school with and their their moms are baking cakes and coming to the parties and and dads are showing up for show and tell. And they don't understand how come the world's not the same for them and who they can tell and and where they're safe. So to have a group that is so empowering to the children is is critical. So let's be clear about something for our audience. Did I understand a while ago that you can volunteer and become a part of the Guardians whether you ride a bike or not? Exactly. You can become a uh, – now, you have to own a motorcycle to become a full-ass member, but we have levels. So anybody can join the Guardians that can pass the criminal background check. And uh, in order to get a – you know, to be a fully passed member, you have to have a motorcycle or access to a motorcycle. Uh, okay. You can be a uh, a supporter and not have to, you know, ride a motorcycle or anything like that. And you okay. you just you just don't get your past member status. You're still a member, but not a past member. If you understand what I'm getting at, but I do. Uh, yeah, we have. I mean, we have both, and then, and a lot of them like to do that. A lot of them that don't ride motorcycles and stuff, they. You know, and they don't want to run out and buy one and learn how to ride, but that's all fine and dandy as long as they're for the kids. <laughs> come on in. Okay. Perfect. You know, I think there's probably a lot of people that would love to be involved, but their first thought is, yeah, I don't have a bike, I don't want a bike, I don't ride. So I feel right. like that, that cuts them off in that ability. So it's nice to know that they can still be a part of it and, and volunteer and join that crusade. Thank you for that information. Love it. Yes, yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, love it. And we are, I, I hate it, tragically at a place where we're fixing to have to get ready to wind down. Um, the, uh, I, I, with respect to you, right, and with respect to our audience, we want to make sure that everybody knows that we're always brought to you by God by grace and enlighten up if we can serve you in some way. If you 
have a story you'd like to tell. If uh, you just want to share a conversation with us, please reach out to us at herobilla2020 at gmail.com. Um, I want to start my thanking by my goodbye by saying thank you so much, Mike, for your time. Thank you for being willing to participate with us on our book and, and let us hopefully be able to reach out to you. We hope when it's published in time, we'll, we'll share it with you and you'll share it out. And I thank you again for the service that you provide and the power that you give these kids that sometimes have nowhere else to go. Oh, we, we thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Kathy, I would love to give you the stage, girl. How would you like to close out our show on your end today? Um, first off, and thank you for being with us. But I just hope that people listening to this are really taking heed to this message because he's right. Right. The kids are our future. And if you destroy the future before it gets there, what does that leave for the rest of it? Right. So my challenge for you is to to not be quiet, right? To to help. Make a difference. I love it. You always lay out the greatest challenges. I hope people take heart to them. Uh, and if you do, we'd love to hear your story. Mike, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us. Give us the last 90 seconds and close out our show. What would you like to leave our audience with today? Uh, I would like to tell everybody that's listening that uh, they can contact us anytime through our website at guardiansofthechildren.com. All our information is there, and I would like to remind everybody one more time, it happens. It can happen in your home. It can happen in a a family member. It can happen to your neighbor. Just don't be quiet. And that's pretty much it.